really believe is that to be able to achieve things like this, you need to strive from a, a place of self-confidence. Yeah. And the only way that you achieve self-confidence is, um, uh, is through doing things um, that you've actually promised yourself yes. and, and going through that. on planet earth it is your boy uh you know i'm not gonna introduce myself the man that needs no introduction <laughs> mr femi you know look at the this look at the idiot bro yeah. needs no introduction I, but I let me say, introduce myself i thought you were talking about me hey <laughs> nah man it's your boy femi here you know it's the humble one and only it's your boy nick and you know we're here with a very special guest yeah i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna pay that idiosity any kind of it's attention so we're here with the one and only man. You guys know him. He's been on your TV screens. He's probably been on your computer screens. You don't even realize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For all the good reasons. All yeah. the good reasons, you know, retargeting you. Um, <laughs> Through ads. And this is the one and only man. Uh, a very, very good friend of us. You know, a friend of ours. Traveled the world with this young man. We did too, didn't we? We didn't even know each other. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Finessed us in episode two, made us yeah, get man, two tires. Yeah, but you know, cool. it is what it is. Still stole from the <laughs> nuns. Him, right? Still that beat him it. anyway. Yeah, <laughs> smoked him. Don't hate the player, hate the game. But here with the one and only Mr. Sid Perucci. What's Mate, going on, my man? What a pleasure to be here. This has been a long time coming for the three of us. Yes. Now, we've been trying to catch up for a while and do this podcast, so... Let's get it on the way. Bro, I'm pumped. Legit. This yeah. one's going to be so good. Like like you said, we've been trying to tee this up for like how long now? Legit, like three, four months. months. Yeah, bro. We've been saying this shit for a while, but you know, this guy's very elusive. He's very busy, man. <laughs> yeah. He's got his... You know, those, you know those people that you know that just got their hands in everything? Yeah, and everything. <laughs> that is Mr. But then, but then you're kind of like, what the fuck does he actually do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, what does Sid do? Yeah. I was trying to make this intro. I'm like, damn, nigga, I... Thank you. Now, but Mr. Sid Perucci, you know, he makes it easy. You know, yeah, he, makes, yeah. he makes it easy. When you've got a lot to say, it's easy. Yeah. So I mean, you didn't say much. Yeah, no, you didn't say much. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was easy. <laughs> This podcast is gonna go pear shaped right? yeah. real quick. I can just see it, eh? Right. If it like does, three egos in one room. Right? Uh, that's what it, we love. If it doesn't go left, it's not our podcast. I swear, <laughs> to, God. I swear to God. So Nick, talk to the people. What's our? What is our um, icebreaker today, bro? Hey man, you know us, man. So we came with a little bit something special for Mr. Sid. We got a little bit of a truth or dare type thing. Oh, right? Interesting. Very and. Interesting. Obviously, what we're gonna do is that we're gonna ask it a couple of questions. Or he doesn't have to actually, he doesn't have to answer it actually. You could do a dare if you want. Yeah. Up to you. But we're pretty much gonna go through three questions. I think I'll get Femi to read it out. And we'll pretty much just let the game take us from there. So I haven't played this game in like years, eh? But this yeah, is the game that this when, is, you're, this, when, when you're, you're 13, it's like you just want to kiss someone. He's like, yeah, you just want to kiss someone. Oh, there's nothing else to chat about. It's either this or the bottle, right? It's the bottle. It's like you have a girl next to you. He's like, I dare you guys to dare us to kiss. 
<laughs> and it always plays out. And it always and plays out. It's like, oh. <laughs> but it's the worst thing. It's like when they're like, oh, is there anyone in this room that you would kiss? And they look you down there and they're like, nah. <laughs> uh, it's never happened to me. <laughs> Let's hate him even more. <laughs> uh, but, uh, first question, right? So, truth or dare? Bro, you were um, meant to pick three. If I already have like six in your car, four. Just in case one doesn't slap. Yeah. Doesn't slap. Like genius. That. Exactly. So, talk to me. Truth or dare? Truth. Always lean into the truth. Ooh. Ooh. Right, let's not get deep yet, but we just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, no. Right, so, what is something about yourself that would scare others if they knew? Mm. You got to be honest. Oh. You got to be honest. Um. <laughs> oh God! Uh, I don't know how to answer that. To be honest, truthfully, honest. Yeah, I've got um. I've got a very fiery side of me that's mm. been kind of tamed down lately, which is uh, which is a good thing. So probably that yeah. can be very um, snappy when it comes to it. Anything in particular? Mm. Like what? What snaps you? Um, rejection. Oh. And how do you act? What's a what's like one of the? Oh, physical? it's you know like you know for years I used to be reactive of that, and mm. I think now I've learned how to kind of you know like lean into my vulnerable side and, right. and embrace my uh, feminine spirit a bit more. Ooh, and, okay. um, yeah, so. You can see that with the hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been able to tame it. Nah, I love that. Yeah, that's Good. sick. All right. All right, that's one. Truth or dare? Truth again. Always. Ooh, okay. <laughs> what is the longest you have ever gone without taking a shower? Oh, 42 days. Oh, okay. That's... But this was trash. That was a trash one. Freddie, no, you're trash. I like it. That's it. One more. No, 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 no. Okay. That's why you were meant to go through it. But anyways, bro. This guy just, I, I thought it was already organized. Anyways, bro. Uh, you were meant to go through it when you, you gave This is three. your responsibility, bro. Uh, you said we've got to look at it. That's... Uh, just make up your own one. Ah, uh, triple dare. You're going to do truth again? Truth. Just truth for truth. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Uh, what is your biggest regret? Ah. Uh, you know, you know what's crazy? I know you know the answer. Yeah. yeah. You, you know it. Um, oh, I've got a few, you know. I mean, I think regrets are kind of part of life. And if you don't believe in regrets, it means that you actually believe in a life that's a straight line with mm. progression. And I think life is very much about up and downs and, and, and learning from mistakes. So I've actually got a tattoo that says you live and you learn, which I... um. Which I got, uh, I got tatted uh, a few months ago. Oh, really? Yeah, after after being arrested for the record. That's crazy. That's crazy. Ooh. We're gonna talk about that. That. That, that, that. That's what you're here for, right? That's what we're here for. <laughs> that's what we're gonna talk about. That's gonna be a very very good topic to talk about. Look, man. Obviously, Sid, like you're like a successful entrepreneur. You got your feet. Ev- you got your hands everywhere. Is that my watch? Huh? Bro, I'm asking a question. <laughs> I'm asking a question. <laughs> Take it from the drawers out. <laughs> I was just looking at this. It's like, wait, that's a nice watch. I'm like, wait. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Facts, it is. It is. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, appreciate it? <laughs> Gift. Go what on. was Show so it to like, the camera. You see it, baby. Yeah, yeah. it is. Shout out to the All right. It's shape possible, but it's possible. No, but you know what I mean. So like you're obviously successful. You're an entrepreneur. You're, yeah. you're highly ambitious. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't claim it as successful, but I'm on my way. Well, was it always like that? Like, take us back about 
15 years ago, back in your childhood, right? Mm-hmm. Like, was it always like that? Like, where did that kind of come from? Uh, I was always very entrepreneurial, even even as a kid. Like, I used to... Um, do you guys remember Beyblades? Yeah. Beyblades? What was it called? Beyblades? Yeah, Beyblades. Yeah. Let I used rip. to like run comps yeah. at like lunchtime and like take money from kids. And, oh, oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was always, yeah, very yeah. entrepreneurial. I uh, got into stocks at a very young age, gambled a bit of money. Uh, but yeah, I was very um, financially driven. Yeah. Um, and I think that's still the case, to be honest. I've just kind of along the way learned. Uh, how to manage like different aspects of it but um yeah you could say that i'm i've always been an entrepreneur i love that that's sick and even like with us like when we were like we're trying to get into the scene ourselves as well so when we reflect back when we were kids like we were selling like this guy oh, <laughs> i wanted to get into the nitty-gritty but we were selling like snapbacks you know you know yeah. when snapbacks were big yeah you sell like little fake mitchell and s ones for like 60 yeah. bucks hey look man yeah <laughs> see i was always as a kid i think i was always about like the big like quick cash so yeah, yeah. i would have like you know 200 bucks and like try and gamble it on like soccer matches to win 150 grand yeah you know what i mean i'm like <laughs> yeah so i'm like you know if i <laughs> i know i know i know and it would be like a multi with like eight different matches or something yeah. you know it's crazy shit because i think you know you know if i invest like 200 bucks to win two grand like it's not really worth it and i think i've learned from that that it's all about the quick wins and stacking i mean not the quick wins the little wins and stacking them up to actually be able to build something yeah. instead of like you know the, the patience game instead of trying to strive for um like for things that are not yeah, yeah. realistic yeah there's that's, no game changer that's sick Where, did i come from anywhere like was your like your parents quite ambitious like that or, uh, or did you like, was it like a massive kind of l that you no took? so i actually so i was an athlete back in the day right and I, uh, I made a high performance squad. So I moved to uh, Southport in Queensland and I lived up there for about a year and a half. So I was a swimmer for about uh, probably like 20 years of my life. Wow. So, and there was a lot of dif- discipline that came from that because I'd be, uh, you know, I had two alarms in the morning, one at 4.06, one at 4.11. I was up six days a week at 4.11. I'd be in the water by 4.45 and I trained twice a day. So, you know, I'd get to a point where, you know, I was swimming probably like 40 Ks a week. Wow. And, and that was my life for 20 years. Uh, so there's a lot of dis- discipline that came from that. And I think a lot of those uh, values I'm able now to apply to business and, and being able to, you know, create things from, from scratch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. sick, man. Yeah. Did you, so but there wasn't a particular, so you, you mentioned something about like now being more focused on the, the small rewards yeah. rather than that big yeah that big thing was there a point in your life or was there like a business mistake or was there something that you talked on maybe <sighs> Man, this this this, like, this will go full circle now because yeah. um this is how the amazing race actually happened mm. okay so i lost a bit of money on a basically on a deal at the end of um i think it was mid 2018 so by the start of 2019 i was like i saw like 80 percent of like the cash that I had saved and invested kind of, you know, like just, yeah, gone, uh, disappear. And the amazing race came from, okay, this is going to go full circle. We're going to win it, get 250 grand back. And, you know, so I got to a point in 2019 where there was no more safety net for me. And, um, and that's where the partnership with my business partner, Jamie, actually, uh, when it actually came in, I think it was March, 2019. And we decided to go through an acquisition, join forces and create Defiant. But um, yeah, the amazing raise came from the need for me to be able to access that 250 grand quite quick. Yeah. And then it didn't play out. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So like if that was your plan initially yeah. and then knowing that you didn't win it, yeah. 
Fuck, how was that when you came back to so, reality? Uh, and that's how everything kind of played out, right? Mm-hmm. So I think 2019, it was actually one of the toughest years like of my life overall, like both financially, like I had a bunch of family stuff happen. And uh, as much as I've always been a, an optimist as a person, there's a lot that came from that where I wasn't actually equipped to deal with it. Mm. Sure, yeah. And a lot of that came out in different ways, even within my relationship, right? So I went to Bali, met up with a shaman, cut my hair, went through a bit of a, a spiritual uh, awakening, if you can call it that. Have you watched, have you read the book, The, the Monk That Sold His Ferrari? No, I didn't. Honestly, this story is very much like that. It's I won't go through the whole kind of premise of it, but yep. basically it's that. It's a man that was at a very high point in his career, but it was very detrimental, very toxic to the yep. person. He went on a on this kind of enlightenment journey and he met like these this monk and it changed the way he perceived himself yep. and changed his his whole life, right? I, mean, I believe that. And I think that we don't do that enough. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go to the extreme of going to Bali or whatever. But even if we have that inward kind of pilgrimage to be able to assess ourselves and be able to really go through that enlightenment we can find out we're our own gurus we can find our own enlightenment within ourselves i think we need to do that and i think that's very subjective right i've always been a person that's always been driven by environment so Mm. for me that had to be like a really net kind of cut for me to actually be able to take off go elsewhere and uh i mean i actually did a retreat and the retreat was all about sound healing and you know meditation and whatnot Mm. and then the whole retreat led up to meeting the shaman uh and uh man like life-changing to say the least like if anyone's read the book or seen the movie uh eat pray love Mm. like that was kind of my uh my journey uh through like basically like finding myself in bali if you want to call it that um and it was, uh, yeah, fairly crazy, man. Yeah. And what was that process like? So when you, you realized that it was getting a bit much in Sydney, you took off, right? Like, yep. what was that? What was that self-healing process like? I, I knew that it was going to be a process. I wasn't yeah. just going to go over and fly to Bali and just yeah. be like, okay, now I'm good. So um, a lot of it was about giving myself, allowing myself to actually um, like grieve the relationship, right? Mm. So I was going through that kind of grief of like, okay, I'm here, I'm alone, like I'm present now. Like, how are you going to cope with this? Yeah. And allowing, I guess, in a way, time. But um, in the same token, I actually wanted to be very proactive about my healing process. Sure. So I put in place certain, uh, you can call them pillars, to to make sure that there would be no come downs to like my healing process. So you know, I stopped drinking. I started meditating daily. Um, I went, you know. I became vego, so vegetarian diet. Mm. And uh, that was very extreme for me, but I've always been like a person of extreme. So, I mean, I'm not saying that this will work for everyone, but yeah. it, mm. like it really worked for me. And it was about creating that habit, right? Yeah. So yeah. I gave myself a hundred days of like trying to create the habit yeah. and then I stuck to it. Yeah. 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 I'm the exact same actually, just to side note, like I'm the exact same. Like I can't do, I can't do gray areas in terms yeah. of like, if I want to make a change, yeah. I'm very much like, yeah. And then yeah. I think it's important to know each other, know yourself as yeah, well. 100%. Because there's sometimes we try to look at other people and you might even listen to our advice yeah. and it's like, well, you need to know yourself because yeah. yeah. Nick and I are quite different. Nick is very good at that whole kind of like 50, 50 yeah. kind of thing. But I'm very much like, nah, it needs to be yeah. 100% and no, no leeway yeah and i mean i mean different things work for different people exactly and but i think what i really believe is that to be able to achieve things like this you need to strive from a a place of self-confidence and the only way that you achieve self-confidence is um uh, is through doing things um that you've actually promised yourself yes and and going through that like if you say you know like i'm on this diet 
like you, you need to stick to it. Like yeah. if you say, you know, I'm not gonna eat chocolate, like you stick to it. And self-confidence is building those little moments of like yes. stacking yeah. up the little wins again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's 100%. that's really important because I think a lot of times like with us, like it's very difficult to to build that habit or build that self-confidence to be like, you know, I'm gonna do it and stick to it. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes we just say shit for the sake of saying shit so we look good. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're perceived like, okay, this guy's actually serious. But then when we go back, it's like, yeah. Within myself, I know what I'm actually doing and it's not yeah. actually conducive. So what I said I'm going to do. So how do you actually build that habit? Because I, I even see on your Instagram stories, like so dedicated, wake up yeah. in the morning, do your meditation, you write a lot, yeah. exercise a lot. Like this is a, a massive 180. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm. how, did, how do you do that? Or how did you do that? I don't want it to be like- oh, Yeah, it's tip, generalized. Um, yeah. I mean, I knew, I knew that it could have gotten real dark for me mm. if I actually chose a different path. Mm. And I knew that I could have tapped into discipline and self-confidence because it was something that I knew from my childhood, being an athlete. Yeah. And again, self-confidence is about sticking to the promises that you make yourself. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and that that was it for me. Like just, I decided that, you know, I didn't want any come downs. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to be reaching out to Ash at like three in the morning and like saying things that mm. I didn't mean just out of, you know, frustration and whatnot. So I gave myself guidelines that I was able to stick to. Mm. And, um, and I mean, that worked for me. And, you know, there's days where I kind of slipped up and, you know, you do reach out and you say things that you don't mean and stuff, but it's about being able to like kind of pull back and, and you do less and less. And my yeah. healing process actually began in Sydney before I went to Bali, you know, mm. you start running a little bit more and drinking a little bit less and yeah. you start, mm. you know, eating a, a little bit more veggies and, you know, less meat and, you know, not yeah. that you have to become a vegan, but that's yeah. what worked for me. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Definitely don't have to become a vegan now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, it, you know, and again, like all this self-confidence stuff comes from a, a place of integrity as well. Yeah, yes. And integrity by definition is, um, you know, like basically doing what's best for you over what's fast and easy. Yes. And, and yeah, that's what I leaned into, yeah. you know, and yeah, practicing my values rather than just professing them. Yeah. yeah. Man. And that's so true. I don't think we, we do that enough as people. Yeah. Like if you were to ask a lot of people, like even if, even like if you asked me last year, like what are your values? What is it that you truly yeah. believe in and like live by day in, day out? Like most times we don't even know the answer to it. Yeah. 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 We've never really given a, our child, ourselves the opportunity to be like, fuck, what, what is it that actually matters to us? Because yeah. yes. we already know some, at a subconscious level that there's some values that kind of dictate how we, yeah. how we operate of and how course. we move. Yes. But we never really take the opportunity to bring it from our subconscious to our conscious and actually really start. Yeah, and it's about life. choosing courage over choosing what's comfortable. Exactly. 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 Which raises me to just a question that I was thinking about just as you were talking yep. about your story, which I wanted to ask you. Do you feel that if you hadn't experienced the amazing race and all these um, things that happened in 2019, what do you think life would be like at that time? Because I'm a big believer that Everything happens for a reason, right? As a cli cliche as it might sound. That's yeah. one. But I also believe that in order for you to grow and develop as a person, you need to go through those hard times. I feel like a lot yeah. of times you need the resistance. Exactly. Because a lot of times we try to be like, oh, let's just like fucking tiptoe our way. Yeah. It's 100%. It's like going to the gym, you know, the, mm. the muscle has to break yeah. for it to grow. Yeah. And exactly. I think I think humans are the same, man. You have yeah. to, uh, you know, you have to crack yourself off and that's how the, the light enters you. Yeah. Yeah. So did you feel that it would have been, life would have been completely different had you not experienced it? I, I can't give you an answer to that because I'm sure other things would have happened. But, you mm. know, this is the path that I'm on right now. Yeah. And I, I'm very clear about where I'm heading, yeah. uh, you know, business-wise and as a person. Mm. And, uh, you know, and I'm actually, 
you know, leaning into vulnerability. And I read yeah. a book by a uh, researcher, Brene Brown, that's called Rising Strong. Wow. So while I was in Bali, there was this little arbitrage of like me reading a, a book that was like research and science driven. Yeah. And then I was applying that to like the spiritual stuff that I was doing. Mm, wow. And uh, it really played out for me, man. Like, yeah. And Brene Brown talks about vulnerability and our vulnerability is actually the birthplace of courage. Mm. Yes. And anything that, any emotion, anything that you want from life comes from that place, from allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Um, imagine even you guys, you know, going to that casting uh, for the Amazing Race. Mm. The second before you walked into the room, like you would have been like, you know, nervous and shaking, yeah. but you had to let yourself be vulnerable to then yeah. be able to step in there and be brave about what was actually about to happen. Mm. Um, so, you know, bravery and courage and, you know, all these great emotions, love, and, you know, they all come from vulnerability. 100%. Vulnerability, like leaning into your vulnerability, leaning into you as a person, because that's all that vulnerability is. Yeah. yeah. It's your own truth. Yeah. It's and, and Yeah, exactly right. And embracing, embracing the shame that exactly. we carry as that story, you know? Um, yeah. There's a, and I believe in that. 100%. Like Sophia Bush, she talks about something called like being a work in progress, where you yeah. can be simultaneously a work in progress, unfinished, mm. but a masterpiece 100%. at the same time. Yeah. And I've used that quote on my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> You're in it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's so true yeah, though. Yeah. We think that we can't be, but like you look at the Mona Lisa, like that's the yeah. number one example. Like that's not finished. Yeah. yeah. Do you get what? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like the biggest masterpiece in in art, art, art history. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like allowing yourself to understand that, like, when you lean into like the fact that, like, okay, I'm scared, I'm yeah. nervous, I'm this, I'm yeah. that. It doesn't take away from the fact that you're yeah. also brave and strong yeah. and 100%. courageous. And and I think when it comes to that point, it's about the way that you frame it as well. Because yes. when you when you hear athletes after like the Olympics or the World mm. Championship or like a big race talk about the performance, you know, sometimes the interviewer would go, "Oh, you know, uh, were you nervous?" and you know, nine times out of 10, the athlete would say, no, I was actually excited. And when you think about the actual triggers and the signals mm. of both of these emotions, they're exactly the same. Yes, you know, yeah. your palms start sweating, your heartbeat races yeah. up. But if you frame it as excitement rather than nervousness, yeah. that's right. the whole experience completely changes. That's that's, that's, that's so true. Shit. That's athlete shit. That's athlete shit. I've been down to Brendan Bouchard's high performance habits, but they're talking about it's like, bro, like yeah. naturally, like you, your body will start to respond and you start to feel these things which you can term as nervous. But like you say, you just shift it. It's like, no, I'm excited. I'm this excited. Is this is this podcast, thing. right? Fucking pumped to be here. Exactly. <laughs> the mind is so powerful. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so everything. Powerful. And yeah. it will actually always believe what you feed it. Exactly. So as long as you feed it, you know, hope and love and courage, you know, you're yes. in a good place. Mm. Yes. 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 Talk to me about your writing. You, you write a lot. Yeah. Like you write a lot of deep stuff. Yeah. Like, what is that do, do you want me to talk about the actual writings that I do, like, for, for publishers or, like, the little let's, tiles let's, that I do on Medium on, on Instagram? Yeah. There, yeah. I mean, so I've been writing since uh, 2017. Mm. And the first piece that I actually ever wrote was about uh, equal marriage right. in Australia. Okay. And I just wrote a bunch of stuff on Medium, like, about... Um, you know, like, uh, sorry, not equal ma marriage, uh, gay marriage, right? right? And that was picked up by a publish publisher that's based in the UK that's called PS I Love You. Mm. And they actually really enjoyed what I wrote. So they commissioned three pieces uh, for me to write about, like, love-related things, right? Mm. So I did a bit of research and stuff. Fuck, like, I'm 24. I think I'm killing it, whatever. <laughs> and it's so funny. And it's so funny to see how, like, within the framework of what I was talking about, like, there was a lot of – the intent was good, right? Yeah. But I was speaking from a um, – 
like from the blueprint that I was actually experiencing at the time. And then when it came to like me having to apply those things into my relationship, like, you know, in the last six months, I wasn't able to Mm. because my experience was completely different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been writing for, I, I, you write from business experience about, you know, social media and Facebook advertising and Instagram and growth hacking and all that kind of stuff. And then on the side as a hobby, I write about, you know, relationships and ego and whatnot. And again, from a, from a level of like experience of what I go through. Yeah. That's Mm. so sick. I mean, like to anyone that's listening right now, like you actually got to go check out Shit. medium sydney purity on medium there's a, stack, <laughs> there's a stack of articles there if yeah. you guys want to read ig i blame sid ig i blame sid and it's so funny yeah. right because now like moving away from that blame game like yeah. that that's mm. like my instagram fucking handle yeah what are the chances yeah that's, that's crazy. actually crazy yeah. all the stuff that you were writing um did you ever feel at one point that you were writing stuff but you were living out of alignment with that and this is what I was saying before about integrity, right? Yeah. So integrity is about, um, you know, like practicing your value rather yeah. than just professing them. Yeah. And yes. I think that's where I, I got caught up in the mm-hmm. last few years. And it came from a really good intent of like, I knew the, the framework and the strategies to be able to apply in the relationship. Yeah. But then when it came to it, mm-hmm. I was under so much pressure from all the things that were happening to me, like financially, at, you know, at a business level, like with my family, with the, with the race and being portrayed as like this villain. Like I was getting DMs from people like saying, oh, how does it feel to be the most hated person in Australia? Mm. Like mm. even if you saw like all the Twitter threads you yeah, know, throughout the yeah. show, like it was all about fuck the influencers, this and that, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's funny because it's funny to actually see people go full 360 because I would sit there and respond to every single fucking tweet and be like, you know, I would try and check stuff that they were saying and be like, oh, you know, I hope you're having a beautiful day, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you see them come 360 and mm. actually appreciate the time that you were giving these people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, can't remember what the fuck we were saying. I like what you were saying. No, yeah. so what the question oh, yeah, was professing like- that, right? Yeah, yeah. so I got caught in, in between and, and this is where now I'm leaning into, you know, not playing the blame game and be, being accountable basically yeah. for my own shit yeah. uh, to live up to actually what I write basically. Um, so throughout everything, man, like what do you think has been your biggest learning so yeah. far? When I sat down with the shaman, mm. right? So basically the shaman was a, a lady uh, in her 70s, like spoke no words of English. Mm. And so there was a translator there. And the way that it works with shamans is that you have to ask very specific questions. Mm. And um, anyway, I was there like doing my thing and obviously asked very specific questions. But then there the came a point where she was like, she said to me, things will happen to you, which is going to sound cliche to, you know, everyone listening. But she said, you know, things will happen to for you the moment uh, that you become spiritually enlightened. And I looked at her, like the translator, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and, and basically she goes, people become spiritually uh, enlightened the moment that they're not reactive to things anymore. So it doesn't matter what happens at home or what happens in your business or what happens in your relationship. You've got a level of inner peace that mm. cannot be shaken. Yeah. Mm. And that's the moment that things start happening. And this is how you know, I started tapping into vulnerability and not playing the blame game and, and being accountable for my own shit. And I think um, that's a, a great starting point for me and I'm growing from it. Right. How are you going with that? I mean, every day. It's, uh, you know, yeah, little by little, day by day. You know, the things that are meant for you come and find you so what specific spiritual stuff are you doing now like is there anything are you meditating more yeah so you... i um 
I meditate daily. Yeah. Like I'm very religious with it. Uh, it's actually become part of like my workout routine. Right. So I'll work out in the morning for about an hour, an hour and a half. And then, you know, I'll take 15 to 20 minutes to meditate. Sometimes I meditate at night as well. But again, I'm very driven by environment. So I have to do it like in front of Bondi Beach or at icebergs or, you know. Mm, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, it's like a little holiday for the mind. And, yeah. and I think things started shifting uh, for me as well. The moment that I realized that meditation wasn't about controlling your thoughts, it was about not letting your thoughts control you. Mm. Uh, and that's why I meditate. That's amazing. It's sick. Do you know what though? Like I feel like meditation now is finally becoming a little bit more- Mainstream. Understood yep. as like not just this woohoo bullshit. Boho, yeah. But it's actually like a really, really powerful yep. performance tool um self-development tool all those things are now it's really not just this it's not for people that do yoga on on the beach and can do backflips you know what i mean like and i mean it's it's really like each of their own right like that's a practice and when i was in bali i decided not to like work out and lift Mm. for about two weeks and i was just doing yoga yeah and like i as a yoga person that's not experienced i wasn't actually present within the practice yeah but meditation goes uh hand in hand with it so yes. there's, you know, at the end of the practice, you might meditate and it's all mm. about self-awareness and actually, exactly. you know, like finding your body and, and yeah, man, like whatever works for people. And, but I mean, meditation is working for me. Yeah. I feel 100%, like it is. hundred percent. I feel like it's really, I feel we when meditate with meditation. I always feel like I, it's something that it, my experience, right. Yeah. It's something that you don't feel the difference in when you're doing it, but you feel a difference when you don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because whenever I yes. stop meditating, I feel myself becoming so much more reactive, yeah. so much more like, why does everything bother me? Yeah. But the moment that you're able to actually give yourself that presence, you become a lot yeah. better at Do you meditate everything. religiously? That's the thing. I used to. I go yeah. through periods where I might go three months of just every yeah. single day yeah. without a doubt, yeah. but then I might go like a week without it. And that's, I'm just, that's, I, yeah. that's what I mean by extremes. I'm the type of person that's like, I'm either 100%. Yeah. As soon as I get off, it's like, it, then I have to go yeah. back into it. But do you allow yourself to actually be able to create that habit and stick to it for, you know, like a hundred days to the point where it then becomes automatic? You know, you have to get up in the morning and you're like, okay, it's part of my fucking workout routine. Like yeah. I do it because it's part of that. Yeah. Exactly. Know? That's what I'm yeah. trying to, I'm trying to integrate it into something. Yeah, it's one of my, one of my biggest yeah. And I think what, what's really meditation, what, what's that, what it's actually done for me, it's, it's allowed me to select my thoughts. The same way that I, you know, select like my shoes before I walk out of the room. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and the way that I see it too, it's like, you know, like kind of thoughts are like, thoughts are kind of like, you know, clouds that are passing by, passing mm. by. And you just like look at the ones that bring you the most joy. Mm. So, you know, you're not your thoughts. Like you yeah. just let them pass by like fucking clouds and then select the ones that, you know, uh, make you happy. Yeah, I love that. That's cool. I was even trying myself to like get back into the habit of meditation. Like it's the same as Femi. It's like you do it, like you go hard at for like three months and then it's so easy to get out of it. I think for me that came from like maybe, because it's intangible, right? I felt like I wasn't seeing like the result mm -hmm. from it. So it was so easy to slip my mind. Yeah. For people that are trying to get into it from your experience, how do you suggest someone like that wants to get into it? Because everyone nowadays knows yeah. that meditation so beneficial yeah you know with social media or the influencers athletes and all high ceos high performers yeah. they're talking about meditation as part of the daily ritual what do you what how how do you how would someone get into it and what what do you think they should expect as part of it to 
Man, I actually have no knowledge based on this and I'm not an expert. So my own experience of it is like, I, I knew that it had to be done. Like I got to a point where I just become so reactive of everything, Mm. whether it was work or my relationship or, you know, I couldn't handle rejection. Mm. And, and I knew that from what I've heard and, you know, like basically reading stuff online, that meditation would allow me to, to basically bring my thoughts back together. Yeah. And uh, and for me, again, it was very much driven by environment. Like, you know, I'm yeah. fortunate enough to be living in Bondi. I mean, not anymore, but you know, just around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so even just going uh, down to the beach and like basically sitting down, what I started doing was actually using a podcast on Spotify, which was um, which is guided meditation. Um, and I just listened to it. And there's a person that guides you through the practice. Mm-hmm. So you just listen to that. And the more you do it, the more you find yourself uh, basically getting deep into the practice. Mm. Um, and then I, after about 60 days, I got to a point where I would try just to sit by myself in the afternoon, you know, at sunset and basically gather my thoughts and, and set the intentions for the next day. Mm. Um, and that's what's, what's worked for me. Like it's really about, it's about prioritizing what meditation actually is for you, right? Yeah. The same way that you prioritize, you know, like a workout or whatever it might be or going to the shops to buy groceries, like mm. just make it part of your routine and your practice. Yeah. And uh, and it's, I mean, that's what it's actually worked for me. Yeah. I love that, bro. Bro, this is sick. That's sick. Honestly, like Sid, you're actually one of the sickest guys. I'm just engrossed by your... Like the wisdom is so apparent oh, yeah. and like the difference between you at the race and you now, that's what Mate, I'm in I was awe. trying to kill you on the race. That's Bro, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm in awe. Did you see him in the car? I was like, yo, Sid, yeah. you're lucky you're zooming. I'm like, <laughs> I bet, yo, so I've been just, I'm just honestly engrossed by what you're saying. I think that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Bro, like the difference is awe-inspiring, honestly. Mm. And I think I really that it's, appreciate that. Uh, my pleasure, man. I think that it's a real inspiration for people to really be inspired, bro. Like you can make yeah. so, such a massive change in such yeah. a short period of time when you get your mind yeah, right. You, if 100%. you want different, you got to do different. A hundred percent. I love that. The most important takeaway that I've got is your thoughts are just clouds passing through. Yeah, and you get to choose. And you get, you get to choose. You can thoughts. look at them. You really yeah. do get to look at yeah. them and yeah. you get to say. And the ones that bring you joy, yeah. that's those are the ones that you select. Yeah. Mm. But I also do want to mention that it's obviously, you know this, it's not that easy. Yeah. And it's all takes practice. It's a yeah. muscle and it's all part of the process. So yeah. obviously you can't expect yourself to be as good as someone that's been doing it every day for the past six months yeah. on your first Correct. Day. Correct. Exactly. So let yourself- And it is a process let and, yourself and let yourself like, this is a patience game as well. Mm. Like let yourself like respect the journey exactly. that you're actually embarking on. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, for sure, man. That's exactly right. And because I'm victim of that too, in terms of like meditation, in terms of like a lot of things is Same. I jump in it, I'm like, Fuck, why am I not floating? Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, why am I not this, like... Am yeah. I still walking? Yo, why am I not state? this, like... You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Why am I not a monk? You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I don't give myself the opportunity to be a beginner. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, 100%, bro. Yeah, I think it's really important for that process, but... Nah, that was that was so good, man. I really, really love that. Yeah. We usually go into, like, our rapid five now, but... Yeah, let's do it. Let's um, do it. Uh, 100%. Yeah. We've got uh, somewhere to be at five. seven, but... Yeah. <laughs> you get come yeah, as a yeah, but, you know, we'll get there. Super quick. Yeah. Try to keep them short AF. Yeah, Don't wait, think about it too much. Let me have water. So, one answer, one, answer. one word, one sentence max answer. Right, if we want to, you know, if we want to delve in a little deeper, yep. we'll do it off camera. Off camera right. facts. So um, I'll try to make it off a heart. Number one, what's your favorite movie? Braveheart. 
Love that movie, dope. <laughs> um, Gladiator number two, blow number three. Blow? Blow. Let's <laughs> uh, scrap, scrap that one out. <laughs> that's some Sydney shit. And, that, 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 and that's how the, the whole interview goes out the window. I had a captain 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah. That, that's the issue. Yeah, hey, do you, bro? That's your favorite. That's your favorite. <laughs> hey, you got to watch that. Johnny Depp and um, Penelope Cruz, yeah, maybe. Try to sell it to me now, bro. You said, <laughs> we, said one, we said one word. <laughs> um, no, I bet. What's your favorite? What's your the number one, most important item that you have? Like people Itemized. don't count phone. No, phones and computers don't count. Like item, item. Yeah. Um, swimming goggles. Oh. Yeah. Do you still swim a lot? Oh, uh, not like yeah, yeah not too much, but uh, yeah. I still get in the water every now and then. Yeah, like I start can... dreaming about it and I have to get in. And, like, Do you remember, when I, remember when I beat you in Mongolia? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I beat you. Just yeah. saying, man. I think I was kicking on a kickboard. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I smoked this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I smoked this guy. Uh, um, favorite travel destination? Yeah, you've been to a lot of places. Yeah, I would say Capri in Italy. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's nice. Uh, but what's your most attractive quality? Like, what do you find is the most attractive quality for someone? Uh, in someone. Sorry. In someone? Yeah. Like it's gonna sound fucking cliche, but kindness. Like I'm very, um, I'm very aware of how people speak to other people, yeah. even like in the context of like just being a, at a restaurant. You know what I mean? Yeah. How they speak to a waiter, or how they speak to like people that they don't necessarily have to be kind to. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's so good. And the last one, what is your number one tip slash advice for life? Whew. Um, lean into your vulnerability. Uh, like grow the fuck up and be accountable for your own shit. Like there's no blame game here, and yeah, uh, yeah and and things will start playing out for you. Well you know, um, little by little, day by day, what's meant for you will find its way. Mm. Oh. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're gonna go meditate. Yeah, let's do that. No, honestly, Sid, man. This that was amazing, bro. Like so much, like Ben said, so much wisdom. Another side that like I haven't even seen before. So this was actually like, I was so interested in this. Yeah, yeah. your level appreciate of appreciate it, boys, and everything, yeah. man. So honestly, I really, really appreciate that. Yes. Where can people find you, bro? Um, Instagram. My handle is at I blame Sid. Um, you can check out my uh, my company website, uh, defineddigital.com.au, and we basically you know get more leads and make more sales for companies. It's very straightforward. Uh, it's about Facebook and Instagram retargeting and, you know, applying, you know, kind of growth to uh, to digital marketing. So there's a little that's, plug there. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So if you start seeing our ads pop up on your Facebook and your social media screen, you know, you know who who's it doing is. it. And then you can read my stuff on Medium at uh, Sydney Pirucci. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's amazing. You know where to find us, at Nick and Femi on Instagram. Um, um, find me at Neasy for ease and an understanding. Yeah, these guys are amazing. Like, it's so good to actually see them grow. Like, we used to chat about doing a podcast and do this kind of shit on the show as yeah. soon as we like came off. And it's so good to actually see it manifest. Mm. And like, you know, the work that you guys are doing, like, fucking proud of it. No, I appreciate, appreciate that, man. that, man. We love that. Honestly. All right, peace. All right, cool, man. Well, look, peace and love. If you love this, please leave a review. We always check your reviews. You know what? We should actually have like a segment when we go through like our two reviews that we have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll write one for you as yeah. well. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. But honestly, leave a leave review, a review like, comment, subscribe, share it, and 
if you had any learnings from it, like I'd love to hear what you guys have learned and I'm sure Sid would like to hear it as well. So yeah, don't sure. hesitate to reach out to us. And your feedback is so important, man. Like we're, we're not, you know, professional podcasters yet. Uh, <laughs> get in there though. Yeah. You can see the progress. Yeah. But like, yeah. So as soon as you guys have any feedback, like we're so open to learning and, and being here to hear what you guys have to say. So if you've got a review, it doesn't always have to just be a good review. Um, you know, mm. if it's a bad review, just send it in my DM. Don't put on <laughs> Come on, bro. You just send swear. Come just... on. <laughs> no, but yeah, sit, hit us up and then tell us what your feedback is. <laughs> right. uh, Thank you so man. much, boys. I right, appreciate it, man. Peace and love. Thank you, guys.